try to start your own business as soon as possible. How many weddings have you shot so far? 60 last year. 60? Now we're booking like a lot of clients, eh? like one a week. Wow, yeah, that's incredible. Good. I actually got fired because I was hitting up all the photographers. I was like, oh, hey, can I come along and do some photography? <laughs> Sometimes I make like $100 a day US. Preset sale. Are you keen for a role play? Yeah, let's do a role play. Yeah, let's yeah, do a role play. Let's go. I just wanted to know how much will it cost me to get a video? What type of video? I have a surfboard brand. I'm not taking on small commercial jobs. How much would it be? Five to six grand. What can we do? Nothing from our company. <laughs> Been hanging out with a few people that have yeah, massive platforms. Massive channel. How much money are they making? Easy, like two, three hundred k. Where you start is and where you finish. You don't have to niche down. You can make a video now and it'll keep doing well for the next five mm -hmm. years. Yeah. The worst piece of advice someone has ever given. Probably my mum. Don't do weddings. Don't do that. Like everything that I've done, she's told me not to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah. So don't listen to your mum. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're getting into it, but yeah. and I, well, that's so unpolite of me. I haven't even introduced you. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> if you're new here, my name is Nelson, and I'm the host of the Creative Grid podcast, a space dedicated, committed to help creative entrepreneurs reach success in all areas of life. We usually have extraordinary individuals as guests, and today is not exception. <laughs> Our guest today is a YouTuber, a photographer, filmmaker, content creator, and the owner of creativewedding.co. Mm. So please welcome Gerard Needham. Yoo-hoo! Oh, yeah. Big clap. Big was it, was that a good intro? Did, yeah, I, did I nail it? That was very, very dynamic. Yeah. yeah awesome, good. bro. Yeah. So welcome to the pod. Um, can we start by giving a little backstory of who you are and what you do mm. for people that have never heard of you? Yeah, uh, I guess like, as you said, I'm a filmmaker and photographer here in Gold Coast. I mainly do weddings, mm -hmm. but I've also got the YouTube, which is good. Like it's starting to like actually build pretty fast now. Mm -hmm. It's making a bit of money. But like before that, I was an aircraft engineer for eight years. Wow. Yeah. Similar to like G. Yeah, yeah. yeah so but I got made yeah. redundant. They kicked me out. <laughs> <laughs> what, why did they kick you out? What did oh, you do? Oh, COVID. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. But it was good because I was over it. I was like, I was done. Yeah. And that's when I picked up a camera. I went to Brazil yeah. for like six months, seven months. Now, when I go back to New Zealand, I bought a camera while I was in quarantine. Mm -hmm. It was actually a funny story. Like, I bought, like, an A6600. Yeah. I didn't have a lens. And I was like, oh, now i got to buy a lens. Like, what? Yeah. So, I bought a lens. <laughs> this thing comes with no lens? Yeah. I was like, <laughs> what the hell? So, I bought a lens. And I was like, oh, thank God. Like, I finally get to take some photos. I'm going to mm -hmm. take a photo. No SD card. <laughs> and I was in, like, I was in quarantine. So, I had to get everything sent. Yeah. And it has to get, like quarantine for two days yeah so i'd get sent to the hotel and i have to wait two days to get the sd card oh that's so <laughs> annoying but yeah that's how i started photography yeah cool so how old are you uh i'm 28 28 wow 29 uh, this year when do you started then being an, an engineer working as an engineer oh when i was 17 17 yeah, yeah okay. i started on some little planes and then um i worked up i got like a pretty big like um apprenticeship with any zone yeah on like the big 747s and triple sevens and stuff like that what why did you decide okay i want to buy a camera like what what made you oh i just had the money and i always want to do it <laughs> <laughs> but what what about cameras like why why that? um well i got a friend that was a wedding photographer and when i was doing my apprenticeship he was like building his wedding photography mm -hmm. business Mm -hmm. And I was so jealous of him. Eh? Yeah. He was like, good surf photographer, like gets to go all these like, amazing places, like yeah. on the wedding off season. Yeah. And then like makes all his money in six months and then got to go travel. 
Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Which, like, I was traveling a lot, so I, I guess I wasn't like jealous. Like, it wasn't mm. like envious or anything mm -hmm. like that. But I was just like super inspired. So when I, I, I was actually looking to do it while mm. I was aircraft engineering, but it became a bit much. Yeah. Okay. And then when like I got back to New Zealand and my girlfriend started like a fitness company, she needed content. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, I can do that. And that's just basically where it started, you know. Yeah. So one thing led to another. Yeah. But you haven't been doing it that long. No, then. no, no. Yeah. Wow. Bro, like literally this time last year, we just moved into our apartment. Yeah. And I had one camera, one lens. Yeah. And I didn't know like anything. I made like two YouTube videos and that was it. Yeah. And then I worked at a wedding venue just down the road at washing mm -hmm. dishes. Yeah. And then when I was there, I actually got fired because I was hitting up all the photographers. I was like, oh, hey, can I come along and do some photography? <laughs> <laughs> so they fire you because of that? Yeah. Yep. No way. Well, they, didn't, they yeah. didn't actually say that, but I didn't get, it was like subcontracting, you know, so I never got asked to come back to watch yeah. the <laughs> They were like, don't, don't yeah, ask yeah, this don't kid ask to come him. back. He keeps annoying the photographer. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. But like the two days that I worked there, I yeah. hit up two photographers and that landed like, um, like one of them landed a, like a, like a wedding to come along and take photos. Mm -hmm. She was super nice with the portfolio. Mm -hmm. But the other one, like I came along to, she was associate shooting for a company. Mm -hmm. And then I went to one wedding and then I went to another one for free. And then the third one, she was like, oh, we need a second shooter. Mm -hmm. And then the company approached me and they paid me. Mm -hmm. I didn't even How know. much did they pay you back then? That was 50 bucks an hour. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which mm -hmm. was good money. Mm -hmm. Like coming from aircraft engineering, that's how much I was earning an hour. So mm -hmm. if I do like, like a wedding for 10 hours, yeah, yeah, paid fifty bucks. That's five hundred bucks. I was like, "Yo, yeah. this is awesome." Yeah, that's like as much as I was like earning doing washing dishes and stuff. You know? yeah. <laughs> in a week. Yeah, and then from that company, they keep giving me second shooting jobs, and now mm -hmm. I'm a lead shooter for them. Mm -hmm. And I get it, like they're really You're still doing that. Yeah, 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 I'm still lead shooting. I'm not doing second shooting anymore. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But um, what's the difference in price? How much? It's double. Yeah. Yeah. So a hundred dollars per 100, hour. Yeah, and like video, I'm now charging one twenty. Because mm -hmm. it's just more gear and stuff, you know. Mm -hmm. But um, the good thing about that is that, like, I got to build, like, our wedding company for my girlfriend. Mm -hmm. So I got to use all of those images after six months and then market them as my own. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So now we're, like, built, like, in the last, like, month, we've just, Maria's just gone ham with the website and the socials. Yeah. And now we're booking, like, a lot of clients, so like, one a week. Oh, wow. Yeah, That's it's, incredible. It's yeah. So. We just, like, potentially book one for New Zealand as well. Yeah, yeah, sick, dude. Yeah. So how many weddings have you booked so far for the year? Uh, I think it's like four or five, but we've only been going at it for like since the start of the year. Okay. Yeah, the website's only just like got live recently. Yeah, I was, yeah. I, I had a rough look just mm. before you got here. It looks oh, pretty right. nice. It yeah. Did, did your girlfriend make Yeah, that's all Maria. Yeah, yeah, yeah cool. She's yeah, awesome. She, she's she's awesome. like the social website person. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. it. I, I have some questions about that, like a creative relationship and business partner mm. with your partner. We'll get into that. Yeah, yeah, um, sure. But talk to us about like, um, what are the biggest things you have learned when it comes to the filmmaking business of wedding photography and wedding photography and wedding videography like getting clients or yeah like you started with this company right yeah and you just kept doing weddings with them they allow you to use all that footage for mm. promotion and yeah. things like that yeah yeah after, that's, after that's like awesome. a certain amount of time yeah okay yeah, yeah. i think photography is like a little bit easier to get into because mm -hmm. it's less common for to have like a second videographer Mm -hmm. I think if you are a second videographer, you, you're going along to like pretty decent weddings. Mm -hmm. Like they've the like they actually got a big budget for it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you can just start out. Like I started in photography, and then um, the owner of the wedding company see my YouTube videos. 
mm-hmm. and then he was like hey like i think you can do video for us and i was mm-hmm. like oh okay <laughs> yeah let's go <laughs> yeah let's do it yeah you had no experience no anything yeah nah. <laughs> i did i did my yeah. first one for myself though like someone just booked me just randomly oh okay yeah okay mm-hmm. so um what did you learn on that first wedding because the first wedding is, oh, is the, the hardest one so hard, eh? yeah what what happened walk walk us through it <laughs> yeah. i think like the audio was like a point that i underlooked and under like um thought about you know mm-hmm. like i i knew what like i had to put a lab on them and stuff but like mm-hmm. having backups on backups mm-hmm. on backups you know mm-hmm. um so yeah that was like definitely the first one that i learned and then i really underestimated how much gear you need for video at a wedding yeah <laughs> like you need like mi- sure. minimal free cameras but yeah. then you also need backup cameras yes you know so um, like compared to photography, you can just rock up with a 24 to 70 and have a bit. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah, you're sweet. <laughs> yeah, you're sweet. You, know? yeah. you can rock up like right at the ceremony where on video, you're like, yeah. oh, I got to set up that tripod. I got to set up this tripod. I yeah. got to plug like the zoom in. Mm-hmm. I got to like mic up the groom. Then mm-hmm. I got to mic up the um, celebrant, mm-hmm. you know, and so it can get like pretty, pretty hectic. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what went wrong on that first wedding? Oh, I screwed up the audio so bad. Like the, the road on the mic. Yeah. It never turned, like they just turned it off somehow. Oh no! So like that, there goes one audio source. But then I had a backup plugged into the celebrant speaker. Yeah. But since it was a six point five going to a three point five, like the road, it yeah. was all like crumpled and. Oh yeah. no! It sounded alright. Yeah. Like they didn't really complain about it, but I was like, oh, that doesn't. You sound you good. knew it was bad. Yeah. 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 Other than audio, what else went bad? Because I think it, it's always interesting to hear <clears> like. It, we learn more from the shoots that went wrong than yeah, the than ones we that do, went yeah. pretty well. I think uh, another thing, I had like the camera set up, but that wasn't capturing the audio. So the one that was recording the whole time wasn't capturing the audio. Oh, no. it, it was capturing the road yeah. audio. But that was all good because they just wanted like a raw ceremony. Mm-hmm. So I just put that in the middle while. And it sounded all right. Yeah. But I would have had like that collecting all the proper audio. Yeah, and then okay. also having two cameras on the side to get the groom reaction and stuff like that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So once I did my first one, I was like, oh, I see why Like, you've got to do it like this. How many weddings have you shot so far? Oh, man, I did 60 last year. 60? Yeah. Wow, that is a crazy amount. Yeah, it was a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a everything through this company that you're working? Uh, no, I shoot for a bunch of different companies now. Oh, there's many of them? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, how much are these companies charging for the weddings? Um, most are charging like, I guess for like a mid range photography package, like on the coast, it's normally around like three and a half, like four Mm -hmm. and a half grand. Mm -hmm. That's pretty much the average. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, some charge like a lot more, you know? Yeah. Right. So it's usually around that much. Mm. Yeah. Uh, How many, how much are you charging right now with your wedding packages? What packages are you offering and how much are you charging? Yeah. So like our middle package is about three grand. So we just like just under a little bit, Mm -hmm. but we decided to put it that price so we could select the clients that we want to shoot mm-hmm. and we we are starting up mm-hmm. but like that's for 20 for, uh 2023 prices but then 2024 is like another thousand on top yeah cool. so like and immediately we just jumped it up and we've already got bookings for 2024 so it's good have you have yeah because yeah. Yeah, like cool. i guess like our wedding company is so new and so small mm-hmm. and the authority is really small yeah so we're like oh that's just like charge like just under mm-hmm. and then the following year we're just going to keep building 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 so we yep. just put like a thousand on top each time yeah and especially like that wedding and in, in lopeman and new zealand mm-hmm. like those are the ones that we're really going to market for yeah. like if like a couple sees like oh we're shooting in new zealand we're doing all these like amazing weddings around australia and mm-hmm. really market the ones that fit where we want to go mm-hmm. then we're going to like just continuously charge more and more and more yeah 
yeah, yeah. nice so how are you getting most of your clients right for now? instagram everything to instagram. everything for instagram yeah. from posting or is it you actively like reaching out like how how, how does it look Mar- like maria is the magician <laughs> <laughs> she'll get like someone will follow us yeah they'll like our photos and then maria's like oh hey i seen you like our photos and then they'll book us <laughs> yeah right yeah because cool. i think like maria is so good at like communication with girls mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. usually it's brides hitting yeah. us up yeah so like when they see that we're not just like a faceless page yeah and then we're actually like a personality behind her they're like oh cool yeah. like and then they book a meeting and then after the meeting they get more confidence mm-hmm. um but we do like do a small amount of marketing i think we spend like 50 dollars a week on marketing okay on ads yeah. on ads yeah what are the these ads is it you actually talking or is it just a it's compilation just photos, videos just photos, photos and yeah. boosting reels and stuff like yeah. cinematic reels and stuff like that is she doing shooting as well with you yeah yeah so she's doing second shooting okay yeah okay has yeah. she got a lot better mm. yeah she's pretty good she's getting jobs with other companies as well now yeah, yeah. wow she that's ended awesome. up, she got a job with this um really big company like really high-end company as well mm-hmm. yeah so it's pretty good yeah that's they, awesome. they pay the like second shooters quite a lot and they're yeah it's like quite a lot as well so oh sick yeah how, how do you guys meet how did that came about oh we met in bali in bali okay yeah, in bali, yeah. so yeah, hey, how tell us tell Tinder. us a bit more <laughs> <laughs> classic yeah 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 it was good yeah she needed a ride on a scooter so i was like oh, okay scooter <laughs> <laughs> let's go for a little ride yeah. on the scooters yeah we actually like hit her like um like i didn't really have any intentions and so didn't she mm-hmm. and then it just kind of hit off and then we just spent the week together and then she went back to Australia. She was living in Gold Coast. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I quit my job at uh, Jetstar. Mm-hmm. And I was in Bali for four months. So just surfing and just cruising around. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, I, like when I got back, like we just talked every day. It was crazy. Like I never like met a girl like that, you know. Like yeah. I never really had intentions to have a girlfriend. Yeah, okay. And then she turned up. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So how did it went from, okay, we we're partners to we're business partners oh uh, um <clears throat> we kind of avoided it mm-hmm. we really wanted to avoid it like she was going she's more like um graphic design and stuff like that and web design and and like all that um communications online and stuff mm-hmm. and then she was like oh i want to try out photography and i was like sweet and then she bought a camera she started doing some like model shoots and stuff mm. she came along to a wedding she did her own wedding before that which was wild, like an elopement. Oh, no way. Yeah. She actually did it by, yeah, by like herself? Or video, video and photo. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Did that so for good. my first wedding too. Yeah. yeah. I just set up an aperture priority. Yeah. With log. And yeah. then if you have the, you can map like a custom button to lock the auto, for the, to lock the um, exposure and the white balance. Yeah. So you could just have it at like 1.7, like plus two and it yeah. works pretty well. Yeah. And cool. you just lock it. Yeah. <laughs> so she did that and then she's just shooting on aperture priority for photos the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. And it worked out well. Yeah. No, yeah. no. So she didn't have to like think about any of the camera settings because she does not like any of that. Like she doesn't, she doesn't know what camera she's shooting on. She like, she knows what lenses she likes, mm. but she's not like technically minded at all has she started learning a bit more about it or no you still said it (laughs) (laughs) not really (laughs) well but that goes to show like imagine like how skill sometimes is not even the most important thing like yeah she's not very skilled yeah but she's still getting money out of this yeah she's not like technically skilled yeah but creatively and composition wise like she is really skilled she's pretty good yeah like really good at comp- composition and like creative ideas and stuff and like changing things around and working with like angles and like changing different focal lengths and mm. stuff like that. Yeah. 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 Well, that goes to show if Maria is doing it, yeah, you yeah. can do it <laughs> yeah. too. Like, yeah, anyone can do it. Anyone can do <laughs> well, it. Well, even me, man. Like yeah. I just rocked up like 
like like this time last year i'd never done like a paid shoot mm. you know what I mean? yeah yeah okay so when did things change and well, why do you think they change i like um i quit my i was, I was installing windows mm. like when i was in new zealand i was doing roofing and mm. i loved it like it was fun i was like with some mm. mates and stuff but when i came to oz i was working with some like Nah, that like some tradies that weren't really like the nicest of people mm-hmm. and i was like it was hot and i was, I was just over it mm-hmm. so maria was like she works at shopify she in a full-time job oh wow okay. and she's like just quit and do photography full-time <laughs> <laughs> how long ago did she do that was that was this time last year yeah right i think it was in yeah. march like yeah. start of march yeah um yeah so i quit yeah and then yeah just didn't even have like a first paid job yeah right. you know what i mean like i hadn't even done a wedding properly you know mm. <laughs> you, you said uh, you mentioned that she had a second shooting job recently how how much mm. is she getting paid that you say it was yeah she starts on 50 yeah in, in 50 an hour an hour yeah. yeah cool plus travel and stuff yeah okay yeah. nice That's so it's it, like 85 cents per kilometer yeah outside of like um i ch- i charge outside of 100 kilometers total mm-hmm. so yeah can you walk people through what's your process when you charge and all these things let's say not a wedding because a wedding you have your packages and it's yeah, pretty yeah. set up but let's yeah. say uh, a standard shoot how, how's the entire process because i think it's very like, interesting for people to see how other people do it for like a wedding company no let's say you have a random uh, like commercial job brand? yeah commercial yeah. whatever branding yeah. what, how I mean, i've been listening to you and geo nah, it's, been, okay. it's been working as yeah well. <laughs> how <laughs> you <laughs> learn but how you, you learn yeah. I, uh, <clears throat> Just by like doing value based and like and like mm. interrogating them a little bit, yeah, um, and just saying like how much do you reckon you'll make from this, like mm. how much your budget is, and then you can re- usually like stretch it, mm-hmm. and then showing the value where they should be posting and kind of coaching because mm. they don't really know what they want, yeah, you know what I mean they've got no idea, yeah, um, unless they're like a big creative company or something, mm-hmm. like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean like they're a big established company, but usually I'd say like oh here's my, um, I usually ask them like how much their budget is. Mm-hmm. you know and get a feel for it mm-hmm. and then i would ask like how long do you think that um it will take mm-hmm. and then i also ask like what are the products you're selling like how much you're selling them for and like where are you going to market this like if we're going to make like an instagram reel like what's your expectations on this like getting seen mm-hmm. you know because a lot of companies they're like oh we want like a 45 second reel mm-hmm. and it's like yeah well 45 second reels don't do well unless you're going to like promote it and mm-hmm. advertise it and boost it mm-hmm. you know what i mean So, like, I ask all those questions, and then once they get, like, a, more of a confidence in my work and my ability and, like, the product and how well it's going to do, mm-hmm. and then I'll, I'll tell them my, like, rate, mm-hmm. and then I'll also tell them, like, how much, like, the post and pre-production is going to be, mm-hmm. and then also the gear that's required, mm-hmm. and then I usually just put 25% on top. Yeah. Yeah. Good man. So, yeah. Are you keen for a role play? Yeah, let's do a role play. Yeah, let's yeah, do a role play. Let's go. Sweet. All right. <laughs> um... <clears throat> Let me just think of uh to make it different from Andrew and G. Yeah, cool. I think I, th- I think I have an idea. You got an idea? Uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm the right. cl- don't you're, you're, you're the client. I'm I'm the okay, client. Okay, yeah, yeah. So don't don't break character until <laughs> until we're done. Okay, you ready okay. for this? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> oh, let's okay, do okay, it. Okay, ready. <clears throat> Wait. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> hey, is this Gerard? Yeah, this is me. This is Gerard from Creative Culture. Oh yeah, hi mate. This is Nelson. Um I actually just came mm. across your video work on Instagram and it's awesome, dude. Yeah, cheers man. What do you what are you guys after? Are you guys after any content or Yeah, so basically I have a surfboard brand 
So I'm a surf shaper and I own my, my store and everything. And I just wanted to know how much will it cost me to get a video? What type of video are you after, man? Like, are you after Instagram reels? Are you looking to make like a pre-roll for like posting on YouTube? Like, what type of video are you guys after? Well, I've seen this reels thing is quite popular. So I'm guessing <clears throat> probably a reel. Um, but I also want that video for the website as well. Mm. And yeah, now that you're saying like, yeah, probably it'll be that and then some photography on top. Yeah. Okay, cool. So you, like rather than just doing one reel, I recommend doing like one long reel. I recommend we split it up into like eight shorter reels that are around like seven to 15 seconds that are really high engaging. Mm. But we can also make some of them that are a little bit longer to show your brand value and stuff like that. Um, what type of like content are you looking inside this video? Like, are you looking more like behind the scenes, you guys shaping a surfboard or do you have any like sponsored surfers or anything like that that you want to include? Well, I just want to showcase our boards. You see, our boards are freaking unique. I've never seen them. Um, and they have a little <laughs> motor as well. So people don't even have to paddle. They're powered yeah, right. electric. Yeah, they yeah, have right. a, a sun battery so that you don't even have to charge. As soon as you're getting the water, it's, it's fully charged, forever working. Yeah. Um, so yeah, how, mu how much would it be to get those videos and that you're mentioning and the photography? Yeah, so um, I'm thinking for you guys, you're going to probably need like some BTS of your factory if it is like held here locally. Mm. Um, we can do that. I was also thinking for your website, you need someone to explain because this is such a new product. You need someone to explain like what's actually going on. So having like a talking headshot would be really valuable for you guys. Mm. And also showing the product in um, like a real world situation. I think that's really valuable for you guys. So do you guys have like a budget in mind? Um, we we're kind of just wanted to know what, what are your prices and stuff <laughs> just to, to get started. Yeah. So like for this to happen, um, the, the budget would really determine on like what days we're shooting. So if we're doing like a behind the scenes inside the factory, we need to allow like half a day for that. Mm. And also the talking head part. Mm -hmm. the audio you guys talking and then we'd ideally have like a morning or an evening session show demonstrating the product mm. within around the gold coast if you are gold coast based mm -hmm. how much will that cost so you're looking about like two days of filming mm -hmm. and then plus the gear and post-production mm. so your figure would be around like five to six grand for a high-end video five to six grand wow yeah. but that that sounds like way too much for just a few reels and and some photography yeah, but the the content is not just going on Instagram, right? Like, if you just want Instagram reels, even that alone for just the filming is still going to cost you around three grand. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because yeah, I'm thinking something even more simple. Like, probably we're, we're thinking maybe 1500 to be, like, a, a, a good budget for that. Yeah, so that wouldn't, like, we, we can't do that, sorry. Like, that's, that's below our budget. We can, um, can't even really refer anyone on for that really for a thousand five hundred yeah, it's not it's not that's not enough man Sorry. but that, that sounds very simple like just coming in half a day on the factory and setting your camera and, <clears throat> yeah well you know, like talking heads the gear alone would be about a, oops, sorry, the light <laughs> the gear alone would be about a thousand dollars for the rental from our company mm, you know I see. I mean? and then you've also got the filming days and then you also got the pre and pro production Mm. So it goes into a lot, you know, it's not, it, unless you want to hire like some kid just to turn up on the iPhone, mm. um, you know, it's up to you guys. Yeah. Wow. So what can we do for a thousand five hundred? 
Nothing from our company. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I can send you through a like the smallest package that we have available, mm-hmm. and if I get your email down, and then we can talk about it when you come back to me. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. Th- thanks for the suggestions and good luck with everything. So man. Thanks. You. Yeah. Bye. You. <laughs> yeah. So like me, basically, I'm not. I'm not taking on small like commercial jobs at all mm-hmm. i'll take on small weddings mm-hmm. like the elopement that we're doing in new zealand that's yeah. like they're, they're basically just paying for our travel like me and maria so you're but doing we, it for free just for thinking of why basically yeah, yeah. yeah but like it's way more valuable for us because like hey i got my youtube channel so i go to new zealand during august which there's not many weddings on in august yeah. in the middle of winter so i can do youtube videos there yeah all accommodation and flights are paid for mm-hmm and then we also get the marketing opportunities for taking those photos. Yeah. But like, say like that surfboard um, job, mm-hmm. like I'm not really pushing commercial work as much mm-hmm. as I probably should. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and like, I don't want to, I just want to focus on weddings and YouTube at the moment. Yeah. I yeah. do have like, um, like a lot of spec projects that I'm starting to build. Yeah. I want to do like more Aaron Brimhall kind of style. Uh, more what? Sorry. Like Aaron Brimhall. I'm not sure. You're not sure? He's like yeah. a like photographer, Instagrammer. Yeah. Okay. It has like more like Aston Martin stuff and Ralph mm, Polo and stuff okay. like that. So we're going to start, me and Maria are going to start doing more branded content like that. Yep. And reach out to brands that we really um, co-inspire with. Yeah. And nice. then weddings are just going to be like our foundation of like income. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, and then YouTube as well. Like YouTube's making it like a little bit now. Yeah. Cool. So now... So, um, before before getting into that, just so we, we wrapped up the the call debrief. Mm. What do you think you could have done differently on the call? Um, that call, I guess I probably could have like I know that you and G really like like asked them like how much the products and stuff are. Mm, no. Not not just that. Not just that. Yeah. Yeah. I I think as a suggestion. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And for anyone oh, watching. Oh, suggest me, man. I'm still learning. <laughs> Commercial things yeah. is like, I'm just like, I'm kind of dissing no, myself. No, because I, I know how hard it is. And like I said, even G or I, like we're yeah. still getting our reps in and yeah, understanding yeah, yeah. how it works. Oh, yeah. Um, you guys are good though. <laughs> uh, but basically, yeah, it, you need to ask more questions. Yeah, if more I, questions. If I would tell you what, what one thing that could level up that yeah, pri- yeah. Um, value-based pricing level will be asking more questions. Mm. So if we break down the call, like I'm, I'm just like most clients just running to what's the price? What's the, what's price? the, price? What's the price? What's the price? You see how I was yeah, always yeah, yeah. You're just, hammering me, yeah. just pushing you to... And I was like, to, red flags, I'm out here. Yeah. So, but the answer to that is always like coming back with a question. Well, a question like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get to that. But hey, can you tell me more about the brands? You didn't ask much about my product. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. you just went straight like to guess what are my needs. What are your needs? Yeah, you just yeah. started telling me like, hey, uh, I think you, it'll be very valuable for you to talk in front of the camera for this, this, that. And I haven't even told you what made the surf for specials. Right, you know? yeah, So I yeah, went yeah. to tell you afterwards to yeah, see yeah, if yeah. you will pick up on that. And no, that's good. Maybe even that's ask good. for the questions or be like, oh, can you tell me a bit more about this technology? How long have you been developing it? Oh, yeah. how much are you selling the sports? Because... If they have a motor, they're very unique. So I'm guessing you'll be charging quite a lot for this. Yeah. You know, like yeah, actually yeah. being curious and finding out more information about what drives, you know, that person, what are the current needs that they actually think they have. And it's almost like helping them instead of pushing them like, hey, I think you should do this, this, that. Right. It's more of being like, oh, oh so you want to sell these sports, yeah, right? Yeah, you yeah. want to be 
become established in the surfboard market. So the way of doing that could be this, this, that. It's almost like suggesting options. So mm. they, they feel like they're in control as well and be like, oh, yeah. okay, that sounds like actual help. And like they, they, it's almost helping them to figure out what they actually need because the client yeah, usually yeah. doesn't know. They got no idea. They have no idea. Yeah. Same, yeah. same as me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we, we, we tend to jump straight to be like, no, no, you need, you need this, this, that, that. You know, yeah, we, we yeah, all yeah. have done We all that. done, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so, but it, when you start actually asking more questions and I think sometimes that's the hard part, like finding out what are the right questions to ask mm. to that particular client. Yeah, yeah. And, and revealing, because it, it's almost like, peeling a um, freaking onion, you know, like just taking layers and layers and layers yeah. and then eventually you get to, oh, okay, this is what they actually need. Yeah, that's you what know, they need. This, yeah. this is what the company needs. The company doesn't need a video. They need to sell more boards. Right, yeah. And that's how you help with yeah, your vehicle, yeah. which is the videos. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that like... Yeah, content yeah. content is a tricky one, eh? Because they, they, do, they do just assume, especially commercial people, they mm. really do assume that it, like, it's pretty easy. Yeah. You, know, you, yeah. Just, you just rock up yeah. the camera that's and you're a, done, yeah. you know? That's why you, I also you push you with that. Like, yeah. You just upload the video. Yeah. Like, no, like, <laughs> that's why I also push you with that side because I know how it is. Like sometimes you have people, you will tell them like, yeah, this will <clears> cost you three grand, five grand, 10 grand, whatever yeah. it is. And then they're like, oh, that's way too much money. Why would you go? Like, you know, mm. they almost get offended by yeah. it. It, but usually it comes back to us it's our fault because we didn't communicate enough value to them right, to be like yeah. oh okay that makes sense yeah you and know that, that's kind of why like i've been pushing weddings more because mm -hmm. like next year and the year after that we're going to charge like five six grand a wedding mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. know what i mean and it's like this is this is the product this is our packages which one do you want to choose yes. they, they choose it they pay the deposit yes they pay in full before the wedding mm -hmm. and then you deliver the product in six weeks and there's no revisions like very rarely yeah, yeah. you know and like i think that's what kind of scared me away from commercial stuff mm, the revisions you know I mean? yeah the revisions and, so, and like just like like getting to a price it's like every price is different yeah and i'm like oh like <laughs> weddings is easy <laughs> that that's that's one thing with <laughs> weddings is definitely easier with with when it comes to price yeah because you it's just, a set price. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You just have your packages. That's we we it. do customize packages. Mm. So like, say like they want like ten hours and they want like a little bit of video and stuff mm -hmm. like that. We can add that in, and then when it comes to a price, and then they're like, sweet, okay, that works for us. What so what does your package include? <clears throat> well, we do like um, every every photography package has one roll of film, mm -hmm. and you can't take that out. So every photo, every like wedding that we go to we're shooting film photography mm -hmm. and that's just kind of like to our core to make like timeless photos mm -hmm. um so you'll get like there's like different tiers there's like six eight and then up to 12 hours mm -hmm. and then you got like the lowest package which doesn't really include much there's mm -hmm. like a couple of photos one roll of film and then six hours being there Mm -hmm. um, or online. And then, uh, what videos are you giving and all this stuff? Oh yeah, and then we got it's like the photography and the videography mm -hmm. package is mm -hmm. like mirrored. So like, if photography is six hours, video is six hours. Yeah. And then that that's all online deliverables. And then we go into like the middle package, which is like what we call the most popular. Yeah. And the first package is like <laughs> the most valuable. The most popular. Yeah, yeah. It's always the most. Yeah, popular. and you put it. You got to put it in the middle. Yeah. You put a little box around it. Yeah. You know? So you're trying to draw people to that middle package. Yeah. Because it is like it is like the easiest one to do, and it's like the most amount of profit you can make. Mm -hmm. And then um, we have our like higher end products and like. We do like um, the higher end like photo package. It's got the highlight video. It's got two photographers. Mm -hmm. You know, it's got all that. It's got like a custom USB box. If you mm -hmm. just add more like things, it just seems like more value mm -hmm. in a way. 
Yeah. So, yeah. so uh, how long are the videos that you're delivering and how we're, many videos? We're only doing a max of six minutes. Six minutes. Yeah. yeah. And the reason why I'm doing that is because it's more engaging. Mm -hmm. Like I want to make, like, I want to make like um, documentary style type films mm -hmm. that only, not only the couple are going to watch, but also their friends mm -hmm. and they're going to watch the whole thing. Yeah. Because I see a lot of videos are like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, that's and it's just too much. much. Yeah. yeah, and I think like through YouTube, like learning all the algorithm and all like the retention from my YouTube videos, I know how to like keep people engaged. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So the first thirty seconds is really important. The first two minutes is really mm -hmm. important to mm -hmm. set up the whole story. Yeah, and then from there on, you need to like go for slow and then back to fast and then mm -hmm. back to slow. You know, mm -hmm. so people are just continuously going along with it. Yeah, and that's what I tell the couples. You know, they're like, oh, we really want like a 25 minute film and it's like okay cool we can customize that yeah it's going to cost an extra 1500 dollars yeah you're like okay this yeah one? easy you know? so if you had like you have your like packages and then you have your add-ons as well yeah so you got like albums like extra length films you've got like ceremony edits mm -hmm. you got like ceremony or oh, speeches edits and stuff like so that. you don't deliver any speeches or anything <clears throat> in, in no nah, none of the packages i think that mm -hmm. the top tier package maria's made it all she's like done all the research and all mm -hmm. that but the top head top tier package includes all the ceremony edits mm -hmm. and then the speeches edits but yeah. the ceremony edits pretty easy mm. like if you set up the cameras right like you yeah. can do it in an hour yeah yeah you know what i mean yeah it's almost like editing a podcast really yeah it's just multi-cam yeah. and then you just gotta process the audio do the color grade and then just cut it up yeah cool you know what I mean? it's like a live event type thing if you could give three <clears throat> pieces of advice to any creative out there that is looking to get started in the wedding industry uh, either filmmaking photography yeah what will be three solid pieces of, of advice to make their journey easier i think like the first one is um don't worry about gear well especially for photo you don't have to worry about gear for video it's a little bit different mm -hmm. definitely buy sony for video. <laughs> <laughs> or like lumix maybe maybe yeah. mm. but um <clears throat> I not think nikon yeah not nikon not, <laughs> not for video or canon yeah, yeah canon is just too wobbly for me yeah <laughs> but um <clears throat> i think like the best advice is just hit people up say hey like here is if you don't have any like example work first of all go out and take some example work whether you want to do weddings maybe start with some portraits some portrait mm -hmm. videos and then just send a bunch of um emails out mm -hmm. to a bunch of um, wedding companies that's what i did when i started second shooting I did one wedding and I asked the guy, I was like, hey, I want to build a portfolio and look for more work. Can I edit these photos, put them in a um, gallery mm -hmm. and then send them out to wedding photographers? And he's like, yep, as long as they only go to wedding photographers, not to Instagram, not to your website. Mm -hmm. So I did that and I literally spent like three, four hours and I found every single wedding photographer in Brisbane, Gold Coast and, and Byron. Mm -hmm. And I sent out like a web um, email template with my portfolio. But mm. I just made sure when I said hi, I entered the company's name or the person's name mm -hmm. and make it like personalized. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I just built out that big list. Mm -hmm. I think it was like 400 emails. Mm. <laughs> you know, and I got a lot of replies. Yes. Yeah. I got a lot of people saying, oh, we don't need second shooters. Or I got like, hey, let's meet up for a coffee. Yeah. And I ended nice. up getting like 10 or 15 different type of weddings from that. From yeah, three hours sick. of work. You yeah, know what I mean? Sick. Um, so that's definitely one of the biggest tips is just like find like a body of work. Try do it for free to start off with mm -hmm. just to get one under your belt. And then once you've done one max two, you should be getting paid for sure. Yeah. 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 Nice. Um, what will be the third piece of advice? The third would be like, try to start your own business as soon as possible. Cause it like, if I'm working and I'm charging a hundred dollars now, 
like when you're starting out, you're like, oh, that's awesome. hundred dollars an hour. That seems like a lot. Mm. You're making like 1100 in a day. Mm. And it's like, well, that's like $1,100 in the week. Mm. You know what I mean? Where if you book your own client, there's free grand for that week. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like, I think you can't like, if you're looking at it from getting out of your day job, mm. it makes sense. But then you've got all the gear and all the taxes and stuff. So you're not really making much unless you're doing like, like a part-time job mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, try to get your own business as soon as possible and try to get your own clients. Yeah, nice. Yeah. What what gear are you using <clears throat> at the moment? All, all Sony. What is it? Uh, just A7 fours. We got two A7 fours, mm-hmm. A6600. But now we've booked like a bunch of wedding films. Mm-hmm. We're gonna really like um like bring up the gear pool with cameras and stuff. What so are you getting? Probably gonna get two FX thirties. Mm-hmm. Just because they're basically the same as A7 fours. They shoot in logs, S log free, mm-hmm. um, but they got fans. Mm-hmm. You know, so you can put them on a tripod and not have to worry about them. Because yeah. sometimes you're shooting at like the Bower Estate and it's like full sun, yeah. no wind. Yeah. And like A7 fours, like I haven't had one overheat yet. Yeah. But it's gonna happen. So I'd yeah. rather just have like the two cameras just on in sticks. case. Yeah. But like me, I don't use slow motion. Mm-hmm. Like I'll use 4K 60 very rarely. I'm mainly just shooting in 4K 120, oh, 4K 25 frames. Yeah, cool. Just because like, I just want like a more documentary style. Mm-hmm. There's the odd time I use slow motion when they're coming down the aisle. Mm-hmm. I think G did it, look, it looks sick on the 7200. Yeah. And it was like gorgeous. 240 frames a second. I was like, oh, that's yeah. pretty sick. Yeah. But you can do that with the FX30 and yeah. HD and it looks right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, just Sony, man. What, what gear do you have for audio and lighting? Audio, I got a Zoom F3. Mm-hmm. And then I got the road system mm-hmm. and then just shotguns. Uh, you mean road system, the wireless? Yeah, the wireless goes, yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm going to pick up another one just so I got a backup because yeah. I rely on them a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and same with the Zoom. So yeah. I really like this year, I'm really like trying to double up on everything. Mm. So if I'm going to a wedding, I'm bringing like two, two Zooms, yeah. like two road systems. Okay, I got four cameras, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use, I'm gonna use three, but there's always a backup. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think like gear doesn't really matter for photos, but it matters so much for video. Does gear matters? Yeah, it does for sure. Why? I think, you know, have you seen that video Nacy, uh, Casey Neistat did? The original one that this whole discussion started from? No. Have you not seen it? No, I don't. Th- may- maybe I did <clears throat> in the past. I yeah, maybe you have seen it. Yeah. But the way he describes it is he grabbed like a small point and shoot camera. Mm. that does video like it's mainly a photography camera just like the a7 4s are mm. but it does video and does like 720p mm. and then he's like okay this is what a hundred dollars will get you and then he got like the canon 70 70d or something like an APS-C camera mm. with like a fixed lens like the kit lens mm. and he's like this is what a thousand dollars will get you and you can see the image drastically impe- like improve because it's mm. shooting in hd um but the audio is crap and he's like, okay, now I've put like an audio system on it mm-hmm. and this is what like 1200 will get you. And then he got a light and then it's like, that's like a basic YouTube setup, right? Mm. For like under $1,500. Mm. And then he went and got his like um, 1DX Mark IV or whatever. Mm. And then that was like with the, like an L series lens, like a proper like boom setup and lighting. And it didn't really change much, but mm. that was 15 grand. Mm. So you go from 1500 to 15 grand. Mm. There's not much difference. Mm-hmm. But if you go from 100 to 1500, there's a massive difference. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think especially for weddings, because you're not really charging a lot. Yeah. You're, not, you're not doing like commercial big jobs. Mm-hmm. I think like the Sony's the only really limitation I see is like the rolling shutter. 
mm-hmm. and not having internal NDs and stuff like that. But mm. you can work around that. Yeah, for sure. You know, just slap an ND at the front. Yeah, yeah. just slap it on. Just yeah. get a purple <laughs> green tinge. Yeah. <laughs> get your Peter McKinnon <laughs> BND. Yeah, 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 yeah. BND. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Just slap that on. Yeah. <laughs> slap a lot on, you're good to go. Yeah. But I think with like Sony's and the log, like the S log, it's just like, it's so good, man. Oh, dude, it's like, amazing. It's yeah, the like, color science has yeah. improved so much in the past Especially year. Especially with those phantom lots. They really fix that like mm. green tinge issue with mm-hmm. Sony's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're really good lots as well. Yeah, they're really good. I yeah, I um, love those. Talking about YouTube now. So mm. how many subscribers do you have? How long have you been doing YouTube? And how has the journey of being a YouTuber been? Yeah, so I got 2,000 now. Mm-hmm. This time last year, I had 50. Yeah, good. Yeah. Good job, mate. So yeah, good job. in a year. Um, but it's funny, like the last... How many videos have you posted? Uh, 28. Okay, not even that yeah, many. Yeah, not many. Yeah. That many. Yeah. I think... Um, the first couple I did were really like just around gear mm-hmm. and like I'll get into it a bit later, but like they do really well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this time last year we just moved into our apartment and that's when I was like, I'm going to do a video a week. I didn't do a video a week. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. Yeah, but it's, I, it's hard. It's so man. hard. It's yeah. very hard. Yeah. Especially when you're working and yeah. like, especially back then, like I didn't know anything. Like I barely knew how to use Final Cut Pro. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I, I knew how to use Lightroom and that's about yeah. it. You know what I mean? So I had to learn all that. Yeah. And like to, to film and edit a video used to take like a week. Yeah. Now I can do it in like four or five hours, you know, to edit. Yeah. You know, I can Good. just smash it out. Yeah. You know, yeah. just you get keep, better. Yeah, yeah, you get better. Like keyboard shortcuts, it's like you cut it up and it's done. Yes. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, like I think YouTube was like the, the reason why I think I grew so much last year. Mm-hmm. It's the reason why I met you because mm-hmm. I met G. Yeah. G through YouTube and then exactly. he, he invited me along to a job yes. and he's like come do some BTS for me and I was like sweet and he's like oh yeah I'm going to pay you by the way I was like yeah. no you don't have to pay me like I'm, yeah. just, I'm just keen to come like yeah. you're shooting on red like I'm coming <laughs> <laughs> you know and he's like no like you got to you got to charge yeah. you know what I mean um, and then I met you through mm-hmm. doing another job Yeah. so yeah like and then I met all of my other friends that live in Brisbane who are YouTubers mm-hmm. and now I'm meeting some guys from Melbourne I'm meeting like mm-hmm. a bunch of other YouTubers there's like another guy and um in Bali, they're going to go hang out with. He's pretty big on YouTube. Yep. There's another guy in Lombok, the island next door. Yeah, nice. So, like, even though I've only got 2,000, like, I'm hanging out with these guys that I've got, like... How have you been able to connect <clears throat> with these massive people? I think once you meet one, like, I met G, mm-hmm. and then I met you, mm-hmm. right? And then you're in your own little, like, bubble space, yeah. you know, and creative bubble, and then I met other people for you guys. Yeah. And then, like, another guy was like, hey, I need some help doing my bts and he lives in brisbane and he's the same similar niche like yeah shoots on sony does portrait photography and landscapes so i was like oh sweet this would be perfect yeah and he's like yeah 100 percent. and then he's like oh i'm going to japan do you want to come i was like yeah of course i'm going to japan yes <laughs> let's <sick>. go <laughs> yeah so i met him and then i met like another youtuber then i met more youtubers yeah and then like once they see that i'm hanging out with them like their youtuber mates reach out to me as well you know yeah so like the, the whole creator community is like pretty cool, especially That's around awesome. YouTube, you know? Yeah. Like it's like um, just such like a good community. Like everyone's like keen to help out and stuff. Yeah. It's not, I always thought it was going to be like real competitive. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, not many dickheads out there. Yeah, there's not many dickheads, bro. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm that. a little bit late to the party because I've been doing Spanish content for the last oh, year. Right, so yeah. I'm just joining right now. Yeah, to, yeah, to, yeah. Yeah. So what's your plans with YouTube? Um. YouTube is still to be decided because right. you're, you're pretty big on there. Um, yeah, so 20k yeah. is not that many, but it, 
like I, I met amazing people through YouTube and mm. I had some really awesome opportunities through YouTube, through YouTube and, yeah. and just like looking at my life. Like mm. I can go back in time yeah, and see all my, my content and the trips I did and my evolution as a filmmaker and a, yeah. as a creative. Um, just seeing that kid dreaming big as well because back then I had shitty jobs. You know, if I go back yeah. to my first YouTube videos, I was literally a dentist, just got to Australia, could barely speak English, you know, like right, it, yeah. what, had no money. I yeah, was working yeah. as a waiter, as a delivery guy, you know, <laughs> dishwasher, just fighting my way through it. And I just wanted to make videos, mm. you know, and fast forward six years later, here I am, you know, I can, I can speak English now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you your know, English is good, man. You know, I, I have <laughs> good friends. I, I make money out of the thing that I love so much, you know, like it's, yeah, just seeing all that progression and it's like, fuck, anything is possible, you know, c coming from the background that I came from. Yeah. And, and I'm not even, you know, close to where I want to get. Yeah, you exactly, know, I'm yeah. going for millions. I'm going for, yeah. you know, massive uh, YouTube account and, and social media accounts, whatever, you know, just because I want to show people that anything is possible and inspire the other little Nelsons out yeah. there to be like, hey, mate, you know, if I did it, you can too, you know, little, little that, that's only why I want to do it. In the end, is something bigger than me you know like yeah. it's, it's not for the sake of yeah i want to have like a big platform that like yes i want that just because i know i can impact more people through that mm. you know so it, i see it as a tool kind yeah. of thing um but yeah youtube i think it will be something in the creative of course like yeah. entrepreneurship kind of thing whether it's gonna be just about filmmaking or editing or is it business side of things i really enjoy the business side of uh, yeah. um, filmmaking now yeah um i love mindset personal development and things like that so i'm not so sure right now i'm just committing to this challenge of freaking project 84 of tom yeah, noski shout out to tom but that's gnarly eh? what, yeah what, what is it like yeah so basically 16 now or something and today's post 18 18 yeah, yeah i think i've seen that eight, 17 and 18 right actually. okay yeah so i have one more to do today but basically he's posting two pieces of content for the next six weeks which totals 84 wait so it's two bits of content two a day yeah right and that could be like photo video it could be anything it could be anything but not, i'm also not, not like an not like a tweet though eh? It could, it could be, let's say, like, you you have a tweet and then you put a video in the background. Whatever, oh, right, boom, yeah. That's but it. it's going to be, like, visual content. Yeah, yeah. So, but, but I'm pushing myself to make it reels. Because I know that's what gets that, the best results yeah. right now. So I don't want to... I'm, I'm trying not to do photos or whatever, right, yeah, you know, yeah, unless yeah. I have to because I don't have time or yeah, yeah. whatever. And also, I'm trying not to use just all content but like sitting down and actually recording content which yeah. makes it harder because you could just sit down there's so many ways to, of approaching it you yeah know? yeah yeah you could sit down and be like just reuse all content you could just patch a bunch of content you could just make a bunch of photos so you know there's yeah. many ways so i'm trying to make it hard for myself to actually expand my creativity get in the habit of it and and find what's the the thing that i want to be talking about the most right with yeah, my yeah. audience yeah and see what are the ways of monetizing that as well yeah so you want to monetize your socials yeah 100 yeah. otherwise there's no point do you, know? you yeah exactly that's mm -hmm. what i see a lot of like it's like that that's what kind of got me into youtube because mm -hmm. i was like instagram i never seen you can make money out of it mm -hmm. like obviously you can, like oh, you a, can. a lot of people make yeah. but it's a lot harder with youtube you grow on youtube 
like now I'm making like some sometimes I make like a hundred dollars a day US. Just oh, from, just good. from preset, preset sales. Yeah, good. You know what I mean? So YouTube's paying my rent almost. Yeah, that's you know, awesome. It's paying for my like bills and stuff almost. Yeah, so are you getting consistently $100 a day right now? Yeah, sometimes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, right? And with 2,000 subscribers, yeah, that's crazy. crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, awesome. It's, wild, uh, it's like 50,000 views a month. Yeah. Um, And 2,000 subscribers. So. Yeah, what type of content are you doing <clears throat> mainly on YouTube? Uh, it's mainly like uh, gear review. Mm -hmm. So at the moment, like I'm really pushing gear review. Because that gets the views, you know, mm -hmm. like that's the searchable stuff. So I can discover like a new audience. Mm -hmm. um, but like I try to make, I've kind of learned this like rule of twos. I don't know if you heard about it. Um, two for the audience and one for you. Is no, no, no. It's like when you make like a piece of content, like say like a gear review. Yeah. You could just talk about the gear. That's one. Yeah. But if you take the gear out for a real world experience or yeah. you use the gear yeah. or you vlog with the gear or you go out and travel with the gear, yeah, that's like another point. So like yeah. that's the rule to two. Yeah. So if you're talking about something and then having like B-roll or something overlaying, yeah. you know what I mean? That's, that's the rule to two. That mm -hmm. just keeps people engaged, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's like, I didn't really realize it until I watched this like real and I was like, oh, yeah, okay. that makes sense. Like that's yeah. probably why these videos are doing well rather than me, me just talking. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, you make the video more, di more dynamic. Yeah, more so having like, yeah. like two stories almost. Mm -hmm. So you're talking about the gear and then you're going out for like a portrait shoot mm -hmm. or like you're going through Japan and just taking mm -hmm. photos and stuff. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I think like YouTube, like, I don't know, it's always been like kind of a dream, you know? Mm -hmm. I never really knew what I wanted to do in YouTube. And then when I started doing photography, I was like, oh, well, like I'm pretty keen on this. I've been keen on it for a long time. Yeah. If I make a YouTube channel, it makes me make stuff. Yes. Like it makes me go out and do a portrait yeah. shoot, you know yeah. what I mean? It makes me make like learn video and stuff like that. Yeah. So like I wouldn't be where I was today without YouTube. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like with the weddings and stuff like that. No the, way. There's literally no downside to starting a YouTube channel. Yeah, That's what no I, I tell everyone. Like yeah. you, you should literally just get after it. Do mm. it with your phone, whatever you have. Yeah. In worst case scenario, you get absolutely no subscribers. No <laughs> one connects to you, which I highly doubt. Yeah. But even if that's the case, you put the work to document your entire journey. So yeah, now exactly, you can yeah. always look back you and can be like, look oh, back, yeah. you know, I remember that they... Oh, look, that was very hard when we found that obstacle. Oh, that was a great win that, you mm. know, made the business skyrocket. And then you can show people the entire journey and connect yeah. even further with them. Um, so the, there's literally no downsides to starting a YouTube channel. You just have to commit to it. Yeah, you have to commit. I, I don't think you have to commit that hard as well. Mm. A lot of people, like, there's a lot of, like, myths or perception out there that you have to post, like, every week. You have mm. to post, like, long form every week. Mm. You could literally post every month. Mm. And as long as you, like, have, like, a plan and it's consistent through there, like, that's 12 videos a year, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, you make 12, like, decent videos in a year, like, you're going to do well, you know? Or you can make, like, 12 and then, like, one of them might pop off, mm. you know what I mean? Like, it always works. But I think YouTube, um, it's a little bit different to, like instagram as you can get like searchable content mm -hmm. and you can make a video now and it'll keep doing well for the next five mm -hmm. years yeah but you need really need to like before you find like the topic you should really search like um on google trends you can see like what people are searching for mm -hmm. so like my one's pretty easy because it's camera gear like people are looking at camera gear to buy yeah but if you're doing like a travel channel it's like okay where's like people want to go like whereabouts italy people want to go or like mm -hmm. you know what i mean or like beauty or stuff like that. like what products can I talk about? Yeah. So I think when you start out, you really need to talk about something. 
that mm. people are searching for because mm-hmm. that's how people are going to find you. Yeah, go where yeah. people are. Where like Instagram, you can make like seven second videos no. and just keep pumping them out and eventually like some of them are going to pop off, you yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. it's just like a different strategy. So if it, that, that leads perfectly to the next question, mm-hmm. which is what are three pieces of advice you will give to young Gerard just <laughs> starting his YouTube channel, zero subscribers, yeah. he just wants to get after it, or anyone out there that's thinking of starting a YouTube channel? I think like number one is you don't have to niche down. Like you don't have to start and like where you start isn't where you finish. Mm-hmm. Like you'll see a lot of YouTubers where they start, they're completely different. Mm-hmm. Like, their channel is about different things. So mm-hmm. don't worry about starting and then finishing in the same place. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you don't have to find a niche straight away. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one would be, like I was saying, just find that searchable stuff because mm-hmm. that's how you're going to get discovered. Mm-hmm. Unless you're making stuff like Mr. Beast or stuff that's never been seen before. It's like mm-hmm. original content. Mm-hmm. Like that's going to do well in the algorithm. Like mm-hmm. once someone finds the video they're going to watch the whole thing and then mm. they're going to like it they're going to mm. comment and subscribe so youtube's like oh this video is doing good like mm. who is this person they just start pushing it out mm-hmm. but the good thing about searchable stuff is that people like me on youtube i, I watch over surfing cars or photography mm-hmm. so youtube's only going to serve me those three topics mm-hmm. so if you make something about like day in a life or like without like a thumbnail or a title um that the algorithm can really put somewhere, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's not going to do well. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? I think before you film, you need to really research like what title and what thumbnail and then go mm-hmm. from there make the video about the title and thumbnail, mm-hmm. not the mm-hmm. other way around, mm-hmm. you know? And so then, start with the title and thumbnail. <clears throat> yeah, that's something that I didn't really learn until now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, and just don't take it so seriously. Like it, like if you if you're making like a video channel and you don't really know video, just put it out there. You're yeah. gonna like every video you're gonna learn. Like yeah. this video, you're gonna learn lighting. This video, you're gonna learn audio. This le- video, you're gonna learn like a new editing trick. Yeah. Until you make like those hundred videos, and then then you'll like be like, okay, now I'm good. Yeah, you know what I mean. So don't worry like too much. You know. What I mean? Yeah, learn learn through repetition. <clears throat> yeah, embrace the failure of yeah, it. Exactly. Embrace like. Not, not getting it right. You don't need to get it right the no. first time. That's the yeah. biggest thing. And and don't overcomplicate like the content itself. I think a lot of people also they they overthink it like, oh, you know, is this video gonna do so well? Whatever, just get it out there. Just get it out there. Get yeah. it out there and yeah. you'll learn. You know, yeah. sometimes it will also surprise you how well a, a video can do can do a yeah. specific random video that you didn't even put that much effort you didn't think much of it and suddenly that's the one that goes viral yeah that's the one that goes <laughs> yeah good, you know? it's, it's classic you're, you're like fit up and you put like a short like title and it just goes viral yeah like, oh, sweet, <laughs> yeah how, how yeah. much how many views have you got uh, in one video what's the video that has the most amount i think of it's views? around like forty thousand. so not too much yeah um this year i definitely want to find one like make a video that hits the algorithm and gets like that k within the first week yeah that'd be good to get um but most of my videos like after a month they're on like 10 15k yeah nice yeah which is pretty good that's awesome number but like i think because i've got such a small audience Mm -hmm. like i'm continuously finding a new audience yeah you know what i mean so that's why i'm just focusing on those like gear and like tutorial reviews but then also incorporating my like personality and like traveling with it Mm -hmm. or like taking on a portrait shoot and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so like like i'm 
adding like educational value but then also like them learning gear and stuff value as well from all these content creators that you've been hanging out with because you mm. you've been hanging out with a few people that have yeah. massive platforms massive channels, yeah. how much money are they making oh some of them making bank oh. yeah. what's bank like easy like two three hundred k you know a year a year wow yeah, some and, of them and, are. and what are their revenue streams for that like multiple you know like on especially on youtube mm -hmm. some of them are like making um they don't really dive right into like the sponsored content and stuff like that mm -hmm. but um majority of them make money through their digital assets mm -hmm. um i think if you watch eric floberg did one on his oh i haven't seen it but i yeah i've been following him for like the last three years well oh, like last two years while i've been doing my filmmaking journey mm -hmm. and i've watched his youtube grow mm -hmm. but it hasn't grown that much in the last year mm -hmm. but he like quadrupled his income yeah and right. he po didn't post as much yeah. and that's just for his online course yeah so i think like digital assets yeah they're the ones that sell especially courses and like yeah. presets and LUTs. yeah they go the best yeah um but yeah a lot of a lot of my like friend youtubers that i know like personally that i hang out with they're making enough to like sustain a very good lifestyle and like travel and stuff like mm -hmm. that you know what i mean but it does come with like social pressures and stuff because like they don't have anything to fall back on you know so their mm -hmm. their videos like but if they make a bad video all of their other backlog of videos support them Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like mm -hmm. so one of my friends was like if he doesn't make a video for a month he still gets paid similar yeah you know what i mean because all those other like it's like a big asset just sitting there yeah and it's just like producing views and then the yeah. people are buying stuff and buying on amazon and stuff like that yeah but majority of them do have like multiple source incomes mm. so they got like affiliate links they got like sponsorships they got their digital products mm. which go good um but me like personally even when I get to that level, I still want to have the weddings. Mm -hmm. I, was, I want to do like big commercial stuff for like more fashion brands, mm -hmm. which won't be that many jobs, maybe one or two a year or so. Yeah. Nice. And then have YouTube as well. So I want to like make it like um, YouTube a third, commercial like a third, and then weddings a third. Yeah. Cool. But I think like starting out, weddings will still be like 60 to 80% mm -hmm. until like it starts shifting that way. You shoot with a fair bit of models I've seen. Mm. How are you normally finding and connecting with these models? Yeah, model models for guys, like as a photographer, can be a little bit tricky. Mm. I think like the main uh, way is to come off and say like, without being creepy, because there's a lot of guys. <laughs> there's a lot, no. How do you do yeah, that? How you do, yeah. Teach people how to not be creepy. <laughs> no, it, it just sucks because there's a lot of guys out there mm. that li literally just hit up girls to shoot with because mm. they're like, want to get with them. Mm -hmm. you know what i mean mm -hmm. we're like me like i've already got a girlfriend and stuff like mm -hmm. um i just want to go out and take photos you know mm -hmm. i enjoy photographing women you mm -hmm. know what I mean? and guys as well like i do i do shoot guys as well you haven't showed me oh yeah do you want to shoot yeah let's yeah let's shoot, shoot. Yeah. yeah yeah man cool. anytime yeah what do you need um no i haven't thought of it you haven't thought of it let's no. do like a surf shoot that would be amazing would be yeah i'm gonna get yeah. a water housing soon i i can even put you with mine oh know? really i'm getting uh aquatech might be sending me one but anyway, like, mm. I think like models, the best way to do it is you go like, hey, this is my name. This is where I'm from. Mm -hmm. I'm, a f um, I'm, I'm wanting to get into photography and the more on the fashion scene, like find out where you want to go. Mm -hmm. And then just say like, um, are you, would you be available for like a one to two hour TFP shoot, which means like time for photos mm -hmm. um, around these dates. Mm. I'll give you about 30 images. We'll take some videos. I'll send you the videos and they'll be color graded. Um, if you want a reel, like I can make you a reel and stuff like yeah. that. So you're really going to add the value of like what they're getting and then what you're getting as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you just 
kind of, but like Maria, she can just literally just like, it's lighting to any girls yeah. and you'll get girls. Girls, 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 girls and boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like girls, girls hit her up. Yeah. So I think as a guy, you just got to be a little bit more like um, aware mm-hmm. that that's how girls feel. Mm-hmm. So you just got to like um, show them that like this is what you want to mm-hmm. do and this is like a mood board and this is like how you want the images to turn out mm-hmm. and like how can you provide like a good service that you'll mm-hmm. benefit from as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then it also comes with networking. So once you shoot with a few, like then... They, you meet other girls and stuff mm. like that and um, you start meeting like agencies mm. and then like models might start hitting you up for jobs. You know what mm. I mean? They're like, hey, I got this brand to shoot. Mm. Um, we're not going for an agency. Mm. Like how much are your rates? How much would this cost? Yeah. You know what I mean? So now you're turning like TFP jobs into like paid jobs. You're not getting paid that much. Yeah. But before you're doing it for free, you know? Yeah. Just for fun, you know? What's, what's the worst experience you have had with a model? Uh, I haven't had any bad experiences. I think when I was in Bali, there was like, I went to this like big model conference kind of creative club. It was mm. pretty cool. But then when it started getting dark, they started getting like quite like sexual and naked. <laughs> and I was like, I'm out of here. <laughs> like, see you later. It's like, it's like not my style at all. Like I'm out. <laughs> you know, they're all like Russians and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I was just going to go home now. <laughs> so I haven't had any issues. You're such a sweet boy. Yeah. 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 But um, yeah, like no issues, bro. Like I've been pretty sweet. I think like, like <clears throat> about 10% of the time the model will cancel. Oh, those are happens. Yeah. Or? But they're pretty transparent about it. Yeah. They're like, oh, hey, I, I got called into work. Oh, I got this job mm-hmm. on. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. just like, it's like when you do anything for free, you know, that mm-hmm. can happen. Mm-hmm. You got to prioritize like paid stuff. Yeah. Or the weather doesn't turn well or like 1% of the time they won't um, okay. message you back. Yeah. Yeah. I think like the problem I have, I message too many and then like I'm scared like they're not going to message back and then I end up shooting with too many. You had too many. <laughs> yeah. Them, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're getting, stretching yourself. Too yeah. Well, I think for YouTube, like I want to shoot with one every week. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and some of those what, are, like tools. what's What's the worst client experience you have had? Um, like something that either the client was very difficult or you messed up big time. I've been pretty good at. Eh? I think like uh, I've had one where I just it's just an experience for me, just from the con like no contract and like no revision, like mm-hmm. like capping revisions and stuff. But they were pretty cool. They're like, oh, we'll pay you for the revision because they oh, were like, no way. Yeah, they were pretty yeah. experienced. You know, they they already assumed. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like that was pretty good. But um, I don't know. Like I I try to be like as transparent and honest as I can. Yeah. And um, yeah, I I really like value trying to like under promise mm-hmm. and like almost like under charge i know you guys don't like that word mm-hmm. but then i over deliver mm-hmm. you know what i mean so like every time i do a job or like a wedding or something like that or with whoever they usually get a better product than they expected mm. you know what i mean so like you that, don't need to undercharge for that yeah you don't need to charge a charge for that yeah. yeah but like i just say like like my my prices are pretty competitive in a way you know what i mean and then i just try to like work as hard as i can and here's the thing and eventually you don't need to compete on price yeah exactly because yeah. competing on price is just a race to the bottom it's yeah. whoever it's, you go and you tell oh i'll do it for 500 and then the other one goes i'll do it for 400 guess yeah, what i'll yeah. do it for 100 guess what i can hire someone from the philippines and we'll do it for 10 bucks. yeah exactly you know <laughs> so, yeah that's never the way you want to compete in yeah, kind of thing. yeah but yeah i totally agree with the other two on the promise over the over deliver yeah. yeah same with the weddings you know yeah with everything with yeah. it, even not not just business even 
you know, with yourself, the promises mm. you make to yourself. If you say tomorrow mm. you're going to the gym for one hour and you're just doing cardio, yeah, yeah. over deliver to yourself instead yeah. of just doing cardio, go and lift some weights lift as some well. Weights, yeah. You know, put, put something extra that spice things up and makes you feel like, you know what? I underpromise myself and I over deliver yeah, right. to myself. Yeah, I need to start doing that. You need to start doing yeah, that. Do the yeah, opposite. You <laughs> Man, that's the best way to build a reputation with yourself. Like yeah. underpromise to yourself <clears throat> and over deliver to yourself. Yeah, Every time you say, I'm gonna do, you know, today I'm gonna get three things done and you get them done, get something else. It doesn't need to be huge, it doesn't need to be a big task, but maybe it is watering the 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 plants of the office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're over delivering to yourself. Yeah, that's Do the good. same for every relationship and you'll see how your life gets to the next level. Yeah, that's a good that's a good tip actually. Yeah, I like <laughs> yeah. that. Happy to provide start, some start some value to you and the audience. I think cuz like yeah. me especially like um like when I started mm -hmm. I used to like force myself into creativity. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. I think I've got some learning disabilities and stuff. Like I can't sit down on the computer for too long. Mm. I can't be like creative. <laughs> learning disabilities. <laughs> I can't be like creative yeah. all day. Yeah. You know what I mean? So when I started, That's everyone, though. I would like yeah. force myself into mm. creativity and I would like put way too much pressure on myself mm. and put way too much like things to do. Mm. Where now I've kind of learned that like, Hey, like this is like an achievable goal. Mm. And I usually like, get more done mm -hmm. so i guess like i didn't really realize but that's what made me feel so good you know yeah you said that i was like oh that's like a light bulb <laughs> <laughs> yeah a light bulb moment yeah i was like like over delivering to myself like that feels yeah. good you know yeah it feels so yeah. good when you do it and and you know you did it you yeah know, that's the thing because you yeah. said i was gonna do a and b and now <laughs> i did abc abc yeah you know that's yeah. it yeah so 100 percent discipline yeah. yeah yeah i try to do that with everything around my life you yeah, know that's good the promises i make to myself when i get a client job for friends you know i mm. i, I under promise over deliver, over -deliver you yeah. know that's the kind of, of person that i strive to be every day yeah. what are um three pieces of advice you will give to young gerard young me like yeah. a, year, a year ago me yeah that it can involve anything <clears throat> but Three pieces of advice that will make his life in general, whether it's, you know, business, uh, you know, health, relationships, just overall, yeah. the three most impactful pieces of advice you could give to your younger self. I think, like, the biggest thing that I learned last year is finances. Mm. Like, I jumped into it way too quick, mm. where I, like, quit my job and I didn't get a job straight away. Mm. And then my girlfriend was like, no, you're just, like, just do it you know you can do it mm. and she believed in me you know like i love her for that like i owe her like incredible for that mm -hmm. but like i probably should have got like a part-time job mm -hmm. you know what i mean because like i was like kind of struggling mm -hmm. for the longest time mm -hmm. you know what i mean like i would like get a job have to buy gear mm -hmm. do this do that and then i like still have to pay rent and then food and stuff mm -hmm. and it was like a little bit of struggle mm -hmm. but like, i still managed to do a lot last year yeah. but i think it would be a lot easier if i just had like a two-day job a week even if it was like making coffees or yeah. stuff like that so definitely last year to get a part-time job <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah just be a little bit smart financially yeah. so get get <clears throat> smarter financially yeah what's yeah. The, the next one um the next one would have been like uh it's kind of hard to give this advice because then like it's um it's kind of obvious now but it wasn't obvious then mm -hmm. and that's just to make videos and not have to worry too much about them like mm. i would like i would try to like make these videos that would do really well all the time mm -hmm. but you can make videos sitting down that do well 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You don't have to go out and do a portrait shoot. You don't have to go mm-hmm. out and like show it in an example. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can literally just talk about stuff and then people want to see that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, I think like having as a content creator, you don't have to put out the best work every time. Mm-hmm. Like as long as you're like being consistent and you're showing up in people's feeds and like the yeah. subscriber pages and stuff like that, yeah. they're going to value that. Yeah. So I think that's like a big lesson that i'm doing this year mm-hmm. you know especially with like youtube shorts and stuff like that mm-hmm. it's so easy to make them yeah you just make them and then it's done you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> and they get like two thousand views you're yeah. like oh sweet yeah and then um the last one was just like stop and look around a little bit like i spent the whole time in america just taking photos you know mm-hmm. you know what i mean we didn't really like we didn't have that much time there but we and then when we got to hawaii you know we really enjoyed ourselves and stuff but i think um just trying to be a perfectionist too much mm-hmm. just take a couple of photos take a couple of videos and then move on you know mm-hmm. like you're you're not there for work in a way mm-hmm. you know what i mean uh unless like youtube's like paying for it or like there's a commercial job paying for it or like mm-hmm. a wedding paying for it you know what i mean so if you're doing something personal like don't involve like business too much in yeah. a way yeah, yeah. I like I like that one as you well. Like that yeah, one? So yeah, yeah. Because sometimes, as a creator as well, <laughs> sometimes it's difficult to detach for a second and be like, mm. "Oh wait, am I just capturing everything and making sure I have enough for yeah. later, or am I also enjoying?" Yeah. yeah, there was like a point last year where I was like work, like trying to create too much, mm-hmm. and like I was like, "Okay, everything I do, I need to make content around mm-hmm. it, you know, just to get better and stuff, and kind of yeah. go like obsessed." Mm-hmm. And then, like, if I went surfing, I was like, "I have to take the GoPro." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "I hate surfing with the GoPro. Yeah. Like, I I go surfing because like, you, there's no technology around me. Yeah. You know what I mean? So now I'm like surfing more mm-hmm. than I was before. Yeah. You know, I just make more time to go yes. surfing and stuff. Yeah. So I think just not taking it too seriously, even yeah. though you want to. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you just kind of have to like take the push yeah. the brakes. Yeah. And you burn yourself out. Yeah. Like if you're on the computer, like, mm. like especially me, like I think I've got ADHD or something. I'm really <laughs> hard at like sitting down mm. for a long time. Mm. Uh, if you do that every day, you don't really refresh yourself. Mm-hmm. So, I agree. Yeah. I agree. What's the worst piece of advice someone has ever given you? Mm, probably my mom. <laughs> she's like, don't do weddings, don't do that. Like everything that I've done, she's told me not to do. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> yeah. So don't listen to your mother. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, nah, but yeah, like um, she just keeps saying like, go back and be an aircraft engineer, go back and be a tradie and stuff. Like mm. that. And it's like, like last year was like my best year of my life. Mm. You know what I mean? I did so much, man. Like I mm. went all through America and like um, Hawaii and um, LA and like yeah. Nevada desert through Vancouver. Nice. I went back to Bali. I went to Japan, which I never wow. thought I'd ever go to Japan. Yeah. You know, now I've booked weddings in New Zealand, like free weddings next yes. year in New Zealand, or this year in New Zealand, you know? Nice. We're looking at like going to Tahiti for like a brand job and stuff. Good. So like, it's just like, whoa, like... You know what I mean? Sick. Like last year was a huge year. Yeah. Like what's this year going to be like? Yes. And then next year is just going to be like, yo, let's go. <laughs> yes. Sweet, yeah. bro. Makes me so happy, honestly, yeah. seeing you win. Oh, cheers, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and then what's the best piece of advice some, someone like a mentor or anyone that you look up to <clears throat> ever gave you? Mm, I think like, uh, I don't know. Bro, you know, you know what? It's actually from watching this YouTube short from Evan Raff. Have you heard of him? Yes. Yeah. He said, like, this really hit home. And I watched it last week, you know, mm-hmm. and it was, like, definitely the best bit of advice I've heard. Mm-hmm. He said, like, 
there's a scorecard and it's out of 10, right? And it's P and S. So there's the proof and then there's a skill. So you have to equal 10. So you could have 10, like 10 points for skill and zero for proof. So social proof is like on your Instagram and your website and people seeing your work or through marketing. Or you could have like, you can say like, you can have it like eight on the proof and then two on skill, that equals 10. So you can market yourself really well. People could refer you really well, but then you don't really have like a massive amount of skill, but you're still doing well in the creative community, you know? Mm-hmm. So he's like, the ultimate recipe is having like five skill and then five proof. Mm-hmm. So you like master your craft, you really show like what you can do, but then you also need the business side of that. Yes. You know what I mean? So I think like if you find that balance mm-hmm. and you get like, you show your work and you can show what you can do mm-hmm. and then you also have the skill to back it up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I think that's the best bit of advice and that's what I'm really aiming for this year with these like big dreams of like doing these like high-end fashion jobs and mm-hmm. stuff. I'm just going to do a lot of spec work yeah. and if I can make YouTube videos about it, like that's sick, you know? Yes. Like double up on the content Yeah. but then like really like improve the skill and then show yeah. the proof. Yes. You know, and then pitch to clients, like yes. pitch to bigger clients and stuff like that. Yeah, nice. So yeah, that's like the biggest like awakening point that I've seen. Yeah, I yeah. like that one. That's that's mm. good advice. I mean, he's awesome. By the he's way, he's awesome. Eh? Yeah. He's really good, like really creatively cool. and business wise. Yeah, that's but awesome. I guess like the bigger example was like the wedding business. Like mm-hmm. I've done all these weddings. Like I can edit well. Like I can, can take decent photos that people like. Mm. But like I wasn't booking any clients. Mm. The reason why I started booking clients is because Maria came along with the proof. Yeah, you know, she made the website. She yeah. did the socials. It's yeah. only got like a hundred followers, and we're still yeah. booking like a like a wedding a week. You That's know? crazy. You With know, only a hundred something followers. Yeah, it's yeah. just like the proof there, and then like yeah. once you get more of a social proof, you can charge yeah. more. Yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah, no, yeah. sick, bro. Um, just last questions. Um, because I, I I was meant to ask this before, but I completely forgot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what softwares do you use for editing and um, yeah. photo editing, post production, and all this stuff? So I'm using Final Cut for video, mm-hmm. but I might be switching to DaVinci. Oh no, dude. <laughs> you're leaving us. You're already my. It's my just heart. that like, like the way that I'm going is like um. Especially weddings, like I'm not going to edit all... I'm only going to edit the wedding films that I do, mm-hmm. but I'm going to color grade everything. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the editors use DaVinci. Mm-hmm. And like Final Cut, it's not really doing it for me for um, coloring. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I do love Final Cut for um, YouTube though. It's so fast. Mm. Like, you know... So quick. Like yeah. I got the MacBook Pro or whatever. It's yeah. like two years, year old or something now. Yeah, yeah. And it's like not an issue, eh? Yeah. Like yeah. no issues so at all. So fast, yeah. Like, and then it's funny because like I send, I work for other um, like video companies and I send off like 4K log footage mm. and they're like, oh, we can't use your footage. Like our computers are too slow. I was like, what are you running? <laughs> they're like, oh, like the latest like yeah. custom built PC yeah. on DaVinci. Yeah. And I was like, well, it's yeah. not my issue. Like get yeah. a MacBook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. like everything's Mac, everything's yeah. Sony, maybe yeah. some Fuji's coming this year. Yeah, I see. Yeah. Okay. Just for photo, um, Lightroom. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I don't use Photoshop. I use Luminar AI for like skin retouching. Okay. It's pretty fast, pretty easy. Mm. Yeah. What, um, what are the softwares that you're using for your business that are not like... Oh, not creative. Not creative. Really. Um, Mar- we use Shopify for our website, which seems mm-hmm. a little bit odd. 
because mm-hmm. it's like an e-commerce site. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's actually a pretty good website builder because mm-hmm. there's a lot of automations through there. Mm-hmm. And Maria's got a lot of email templates. Yeah, cool. So you can use like um, like new stingent, uh, was it Studio Ninja and stuff like that mm-hmm. for like replying to people and getting a lot of leads and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, okay. Um, and then just zero, man. Mm-hmm. Just all the accounting's for zero. Yeah. Like it's so easy. Yeah. You know, zero like, is like one of the greatest things on yeah, the planet. It's so good, eh? Yeah. Yeah. But I I do need to find like an accountant that can like demiss all my stuff because I got like a lot of money coming in from everywhere, you know. Mm. There's like US dollars coming through, there's like yeah. Canadian dollars, there's like European Why Euros. Canadian just from p- different people buying the presets. It all goes through PayPal. Oh and like okay. and yeah. um do you have a wise account? No. Oh man, you can just get a wise account eh? What what's the wise account? It's called um it's like a it's how you spend money abroad. So you get like a card. Yeah. And you can have like fifty different currencies. Yes. Yeah, so like I've got a bank account and an address in the US. Mm. So all my like ad revenue and stuff, rather than converting it to AUD yeah. and losing money, yeah. it just goes to US. So yeah, if I go to the yeah. US, I can spend money. Or if I need to buy something in US yeah, dollar, okay. I've got a card for that. Yeah, nice. And then I can also like transfer when the dollar's good, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So that's a good. That's a good. You should get that's that. a good tip, right? Yeah, I'll give you. Yeah. I'll give you a link. Again. <laughs> yeah, good. I get a kickback. <laughs> All right, brother. Yeah. Well, I really love this conversation. <clears throat> and if people want to follow you, get in touch with you, hire you, see your work, whatever, where can they find you? Yeah. So the wedding company is called Creative Wedding Co. Mm-hmm. Um. Or creativeweddingco.com. Mm-hmm you maybe i'm not mm. sure maria <laughs> <laughs> and then my youtube is just my name so it's just gerard needham yeah it should pop up first yeah there's not many there's no other gerard needhams yeah cool <laughs> and then my um instagram's like gerard underscore dot needham yeah. i need to post more on instagram yeah it's just kind of a dead platform for me <laughs> <laughs> i don't really i've never really liked it you know yeah but yeah go check out my youtube go check out the winning page and just uh creativeculture.au at gmail yeah. Need to change this email part. <laughs> yeah, you need to. <laughs> I'm still learning. I'm still learning. I'm a noob here. Yeah, yeah. sweet. All right. You're doing great, bro. Oh, and I'm, cheers, I'm really happy for you. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, please just give us an extra mile. This is the first time I'm asking for this, but we really need to start nailing these reviews down. So yeah. if you enjoy the podcast, please just head to um, Apple Podcasts and leave a review in there. That will help so much to help other people discover the podcast and continue to expand our circle and how many creative entrepreneurs we can help around the world. Um, and then don't forget to follow at the Creative Grid on every platform and at Nail for Life on every platform. I'll see you on the next episode. Good vibes for everyone. You. Cheers, cheers. Let's go. How was that? That was good, man. Yeah? You got me sweating in the client thing because I'm not good at client. (laughs) (laughs) I'm basically at the point where I'm like, client stuff's like out out the window. (laughs) I need to do more. Good job, bro. Good job. Yeah. Fuck yeah.